So some of you might have seen that the governor has executed an executive order as of he put it out on December 16th. It's effective January 15th, directing that no employee of the Commonwealth can download access on their government devices, TikTok, WeChat or any other application that's created by this organization, ByteDance or Tencent Holdings Limited. Congress is doing the exact same thing. So what is going on with these applications? We have joining us Dan Persico, who is a certified information security manager, a certified data privacy solutions engineer. He is here to tell us what is going on with TikTok. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Karen. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for joining us. So tell us what is the re- what is going on with this TikTok and WeChat and these other devices? What is the real risk of having these applications on our devices? Yes, ma'am. So um, TikTok, uh, like a lot of social media platforms, you know, has a, a far reach, uh, especially, you know, globally, but, you know, specifically to U.S. citizens uh, around the country and abroad. The The application itself is, um, you know, used to share videos and, and such, but, you know, it needs to be downloaded to to a device, whether it be you know a phone, laptop, computer, and when you when you download such application, uh, it has the ability. I mean, if if there's nefarious uh, activity going on, uh, it has the ability to you know do things like activate cameras, microphones, and things like that, which is a huge privacy risk. And uh, since since the uh, TikTok uh, and WeChat are operated, you know, in uh, foreign countries, if you will, uh, specifically um, TikTok in China, um, there's been some concerns that there's ties to the Chinese Communist Party, which essentially could, you know, take the company can take direction from from a, you know, state actor in this case. And if directed, any data collection could be implemented, if that makes sense. Well, what is the, I guess I wonder, is that is that like conspiracy theory worries? Like if I'm Joe Smith out there posting random TikToks of me and my kids dancing, hanging out, I mean, is it a, is it a, is it a real risk that my data could somehow be accessed by China and actually used for some nefarious purpose? Or do I really need to worry about that? And especially, I, I read that two-thirds of teenagers have TikTok downloaded on their devices. I mean, that is a lot of people. So, I mean, is it a re- if you're a parent, if you're just somebody that you know owns a business, should you be legitimately worried about this, or is it really just a nice to do to just talk about the Chinese party? I mean, I'm just trying to figure out if this is a real risk. Uh, in my opinion, I believe it is a risk. Um, you know, we've seen, um, as you know, I'm you know the former chief information officer of the Department of Elections. And we had this conversation a lot uh, following the 2016 election with social media platforms being used for misinformation and disinformation. Uh, as such, you know, the, the same could apply here. And there's not really much regulation over a lot of these uh, organizations, whether they're, uh, you know, uh, domestic or abroad. There's no regulation. So the, if I'm taking a video, say, maybe I'm at, at my workplace, and I take a video, and in the background, there's 
you know, possible, you know, sensitive data for the, you know, company proprietary data or such that could, you know, be analyzed and and that data can be collected. Uh, The U.S. military uh, recently, uh, I believe, uh, issued a regulation um, uh, basically banning such on government devices within there because, you know, if I'm if I'm a, you know, 20 year old um, member of the armed forces and I'm in my barracks and I'm taking videos, uh, maybe I'm at my workplace taking videos, uh, that could be a, a, a huge risk to national security right there in itself. But there's more to it than just, you know, military. Uh, again, I mentioned, you know, company um, proprietary data, sensitive data, things like that, that could be in the background of these videos. But not only that, on the flip side, you know, there, there's also a risk of misinformation, disinformation. Uh, what is being censored, what kind of videos are being posted that are shared and viewed by, um, you know, uh, U.S. citizens, that that, that can cause, um, you know, similar to what we saw with the elections, it could cause, you know, people to uh, sway opinions and things like that, a little bit of what we call social engineering. Well, what is the difference between TikTok and Instagram or Facebook or Twitter? What is the difference? What what is is there a greater risk between TikTok versus these other applications? In my opinion, I, I believe there is because you know there, there are with U.S. companies uh, there is a, a a little bit more oversight, if you will. You know, I know that uh, you know the owner, and CEO of Facebook, as an example, Mark Zuckerberg. He is often testifying on Capitol Hill. Um, about privacy concerns, misinformation, disinformation, things of that nature. Uh, so there's a somewhat over oversight here in the United States. But when you have a company operating in a communist nation such as China, we don't really know what kind of controls are in place and, and who's pulling strings. That's the fear that potentially that the government, um, the Communist Party of China, um, who has been known to uh, essentially conduct operations, uh, intelligence and otherwise that, that are against the United States, uh, that that potentially could lead to, you know, using the platform um, as a weapon, essentially. We're, we're talking to Dan Persico, who is the former chief information officer of the Department of Elections and is a data privacy expert. I'm Karen Michael filling in for John Reed. So, Dan, I read somewhere that let's say your teenager has TikTok downloaded on her phone and the parent is listening right now and says, you know what, it's not worth it. I'm going to tell my child to take that off her phone. I read somewhere that even if you take the application off of your phone, off of your device, that's not good enough. You actually have to get rid of your phone because it's in your phone like a, like a like a virus in your phone. Is that true or is that also a little bit of conspiracy theory? You know, to be honest, it would depend on the device, whatever. Sometimes when you remove an application of any any type, you know, there are, there are sometimes residual data. depends on whether it's an iPhone or an Android or a laptop. And, and you know, in, in most cases, I'd say that when you uninstall that app the, the proper way, uh, which you can, you know, easily Google, make sure um, that that usually takes care of uh, removal of that data. However, there there is the potential that that could, you know, data could still reside on the phone. And if there was a real concern, um, 
there's always a factory reset option of the device, which will usually blow away any um, any of that uh, potential residual data. I know it's kind of a, <laughs> a a stretch there, but you know, if if there was that concern, that that is something that can be done. So the other applications like Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, do you have? I know that we're worried about, you know, the TikTok because it's Chinese, China Communist Party. But if I have a teenager who's also using Instagram or uh, Twitter or those applications, what data privacy concerns should I be worried about as a parent for, for, those, devi- for those applications as well? You know, the, it, there are um, a lot of uh, – there's a lot of different um, – tools that you can access these days. Um, even these organizations such as uh, TikTok and Instagram have um, areas where you can do security checkups and, and go through, basically go through setting by setting. Um, it walks you through uh, to ensure that, you know, you're not sharing data that you should. And uh, there are a lot of laws that have been implemented more recently uh, with consumer data privacy across the nation, including uh, here in Virginia, um, that will help to, um, you know, kind of hold accountability to these companies such as, you know, Facebook. And as a result, these tools are being enhanced. Like what, what you share, they have to disclose essentially. And it has to give you the option to disable those things. Um, it, it, sometimes it takes a little bit of, of work, if you will, to like Google um, or, or whatever research engine to find the, you know, find the proper procedures. But there are ways and tools that will help, you know, the end users in this case ensure that their their data is not being shared, uh, you know, that they don't data that they don't want to be shared to be shared uh, outside or to that organization. And just real, real quick, is there, is there a difference between viewing TikTok and downloading? Like if I just go and watch a video on TikTok without downloading it onto my system, is that is that also concerning or because I'm just watching it, then that's okay? Yeah. So, you know, going back to the original statement, there, it, the threat is multifaceted. The threat can be, um, obviously, when it comes to installing an app, there's, there is a risk that there could be some sort of underlying control that is um, given to a device, such as access to a microphone or camera. Um, that, that's the main risk with installing an app. Now, viewing uh, videos is obviously not as, as risky in, the, in that sense, because unless you have something installed, it would be very hard to, to manipulate a device. However, that uh, just viewing still presents the concern of misinformation and disinformation. And I guess that's why the governor has stated in his executive order that you can't, he's not just prohibiting the downloading of these apps, but also the viewing of them. And he's directed the Virginia Information Technology, um, the VITA, to prevent that access on any state device. So, Dan Persico, I thank you so much for joining us this morning. Have a wonderful holiday. Thank you. You too, Karen.